guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, it's Morgan. Welcome back to Basically Minimal. With Christmas just having passed, I was thinking about doing an episode on gifts I am not a full-blown minimalist. That is why the podcast is called Basically Minimal. But one thing that is hard for me is gifts. Receiving them and honestly giving them, I do like to give gifts, but I hate feeling overwhelmed by having to give gifts. I would much rather give random gifts like throughout the entire year than have to give Christmas and birthday gifts. I just It makes me feel so stressed out, especially being on a budget is just so hard for me. But the podcast today is about receiving gifts and what to do with gifts that really don't fit into your home or your life. So this has always been a thing for me. As much as I used to have a lot of things, I still wasn't a big fan of clutter. Being a teacher and a dance teacher, you get a lot of gifts around Christmas time, which is awesome. And I'm appreciative of it all. Seriously, I am thrilled. Um, when you spend endless hours and money on kids and then the parents gift you something, it definitely feels good. But sometimes the stuff just doesn't work for me. Also, my mom thinks she is Santa Claus. She refers to herself as Santa Jill around Christmas time. And she loves buying and overspending and getting everyone matching this and that, which means I'll get random scarves, hats, headbands, everything under the sun that she thought I just had to have, which is so nice. And she has gotten better as she's realized I'm weird and cannot stand anything that does not belong. Overall, it is just stressful for me on Christmas or the days after finding places for these new things and trying to make it all work. Uh, I just remember this last Christmas, I just got home from Florida. We had to go to my parents, we had to go to Nick's sister's, and then we had to wake up and go to Nick's sister's in the morning, and then we went to my grandma's, and like I just felt like we were just like running around, and then like we were coming home with stuff, and then I felt like I had to put everything away, and Nick like was just relaxing, which I wanted to relax with him, but like I just can't live with stuff that does not belong, so that is when I decided that I started the need, like I decided that I needed to start rehoming things, not just this Christmas from being home or whatever, but just in the overall of being a teacher and just like getting lots of stuff. So first I'll talk about how to rehome and then I'll give some tips to work towards not getting gifts that you don't have to rehome. This podcast is not supposed to sound like, oh, I'm so ungrateful and I hate all these gifts. It really isn't. That is why it is called rehoming and not regifting. So here's the thing. I'm always talking about decluttering and getting rid of things that you will never use. So if you hate the smell of coconut and then someone buys you body wash and lotion in a coconut scent, why would you keep it? It's just like if you had a coconut lotion from high school and now you hate the smell of coconut, you wouldn't keep it. So 
why would you keep the gift? I know, trust me, I feel bad getting rid of things people just gifted me, but it doesn't have to be bad. You can actually turn it into something good. So here's how to start. You need to go through all the gifts and put them in a space that is clutter-free and you can sort. We always talk about that, having like an area where you can declutter and sort. So put the gifts you are going to keep on one side, the gifts you aren't going to keep on another. First, put away all of the gifts that you're keeping to the homes where they should go. Remember, everything in your house should have a home. If it doesn't, definitely start working on that. Next, get a box. I know we all have random Amazon boxes laying around, so get a box and put all those things in it. Now it's time to think about what to do with these things. For some reason, teachers get a lot of Bath and Body Works soap, which I do love. I, I seriously love them, but I do get so much. I only store what fits and then the rest I bring to school. So I do keep a lot of the soap, but then if we kind of run out of room, I bring the rest to school because we love using good soap at school. So I just bring it to school and put it in the teacher's lounge and it's a win-win. I still get to use it, but now more people get to use it as well and it isn't taking up a bunch of space in my house. You can also bring the box to a friend or family member's house. This is what I do. I always bring it over to Fallon's and we crack up because it's a yearly thing, but guess what? They love some of the stuff in the box. It isn't that I don't love it. I just might already have a bunch of something or I would never use it. Then for years to come, I get to enjoy them using, like I get to watch them and enjoy watching them use a mug or plant. And we talk about who gifted it to me. And I still am grateful and appreciative, but honestly, probably even more. If the mug got placed up high in the shelf because I have so many and I forgot about it, then in a couple of years, I went through my mugs and I decided to donate it and I feel like it would have been less appreciated. And I'm not saying that I give away mugs or plants or whatever. I'm just using those as examples. However, when I give them to somebody that could use them, then I get the joy out of like seeing somebody else use it. Basically, what I'm saying is Find this stuff a good home. It doesn't have to be wrapped up and re-gifted. You could just be honest about where it's coming from. Now, it's hard for me to navigate how to tell people I live a more minimal life now, especially when I'm a teacher and they barely know me because their kids are in kindergarten. And again, I'm extremely grateful for any gift I get. It is easier to set boundaries with families like your own family. So if you're honest with your family over the years, then they slowly get it and they start gifting you things you could use. I personally tell my family not to give me anything, but they just don't listen. And now they get me gift cards to places I like, which I still think is personal because there are specific places that I actually like and not just a Visa gift card. They also get me cleaning supplies or house stuff that I'll use, which I think is just smart. So what you could do with your family or friends is give a list and make them give you one. That way you both know that you're giving and getting something that you want and use you can also suggest doing something instead of gifts. That is what I've been trying to do for a long time. Now that I'm older, my friends definitely do this or they just say like, let's buy for the kids, which also my poor future children are not going to love that their birthday invites will say no gifts, please. But that podcast is for another day. <laughs> I see all the time that people buy kids experiences rather than toys, which I love. So that's another idea. Also, if you are a teacher listening, when I send out my about me, like about the teacher at the beginning of the year, I put on there who I am, how long I've taught, blah, 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 whatever. But I also put, I love candles, coffee, and Target. And like, I'll put like, I love 
the sun and going to the pool. Like I just put like a few facts. That way when parents do want to give an actual gift, they kind of know. And I don't do this expecting gifts, but being a kindergarten teacher, I've realized like I've started doing this because I cannot tell you how many parents reach out to me in first grade or like the grades after because the family's like, I do get close to them. And they'll always ask me, oh, like, what do you think their first grade teacher wants? Or like, what do you, what does the second grade teacher like? So, and then I'm able to tell them, oh, they like this or that. And I feel like just saying in my about me is helpful because then they know. I also had this parent one time send me in like a teacher survey thing and I had to put like everything down that I liked and then sometimes she like would send in a nice like cold diet coke with like a little note that said like enjoy your Friday or I just thought that was really cute too so anyways it's just helpful to be like transparent and clear and honest and that way like you know people I don't know what I'm trying to say <laughs> anyways <laughs> If you are a creature of habit, though, like me, that helps, too, because your family and friends will go off that. So my kids always get me Starbucks cards or mugs because they know I love coffee and I love that. I know I talked about a mug example earlier, but I do actually love getting mugs. It was just an example. So, again, I feel like this is the second week in a row that... The podcast was kind of heavy or like maybe unpopular opinion. It feels a little bit heavy to me, but I just want our lives to be clutter free. And this is a good way to do it when we get a bunch of gifts and have no space for them. So basically just setting boundaries or, you know, instead of like getting gifts, maybe talk about doing experiences like going out to dinner together or something like that. So um, I know if you're a teacher listening Obviously, like, it's great when the kids get you gifts anyways, but, like, you can just rehome them to a good home if they don't work for you because, of course, you love that. And, of course, it's so nice to feel appreciated, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. Like, it doesn't work out for you. Sorry, I'm, like, choking on all my words sakes. I'm trying to drink coffee and my throat is all froggy. But what I'm saying is that sometimes it doesn't work out like the coconut smell, you know? Like, if you just don't like smell you're not going to like it just because you got a coconut candle. So anyways, I also know that it's February and this doesn't really matter, but maybe your birthday is coming up. I don't know. All right. Have a good day and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.